Hey everybody, uh, my name is Dan. I'm the pastor here at Covenant Life Baptist Church. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in. This last Sunday, we uh, did a different kind of a service. I had some comments at the beginning and the end of what we did, but it wasn't like a typical kind of sermon. Instead, what we did is we had our people get up and just talk about what God has done in 2022 and what they're praying for in 2023. So it was an intimate kind of uh, time of sharing, and uh, it was really awesome, but it isn't something we can really post online. Uh, for one thing, nobody had a microphone, so there, if you were watching, you'd just be hearing silence or maybe very, very small amount of voices. It, it wouldn't be helpful to you. So uh, what we're going to do is just show what I said at the beginning and the end of the sermon time of the message, and um, I hope that's a blessing to you, and we'll have a regular message coming up next week. In the meantime... God bless. Thanks again for uh, joining us, and Happy New Year. Good morning, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, 2023. How's it off? How's it starting for you? I hope well. Mine's starting with my water heater busting this morning. So uh, yeah, <laughs> good times. I got up and. So, so it's funny how these things work out. I, I get up in the morning and we have our we get our breakfast together. We're, we're getting ready, and you know everybody overslept because we actually like a bunch of idiots stayed up till midnight last night to watch that stupid ball drop. And uh, I actually know a guy who's involved in the technical aspect of it, so I like to text him and say, "Hey, good job! It fell again." And, you know, that's that's our little joke. Anyway, we were getting ready, and then. I let my dog out the backyard like I usually do, and then I, after a few minutes, I go outside and say, Dexter, and he's gone. Not a trace. And I look around, and I'm like, I thought I put bricks around the fence bottom so he can't get out. And nope, there's a little space. It looks like it's been helped a little bit by digging. And so we all go out and do our thing, waking up the neighbors yelling, Dexter, and whistling. I've got his squeaky toy. <laughs> we find him three blocks down in the bushes and not wanting to come back. <laughs> I think he's thinking, you guys are dressed for church. That means I go into my little kennel. I don't want to. <laughs> so we had quite a time of getting him in. But while we were getting him in, we noticed water running out of the garage. Not a good thing, typically. So we go and we investigate, and oh, sure enough, the water heater, which is up on this pedestal thing, is just draining water. Oh. So, you know, like a, like a real man, I got on Google, like, water draining from... Okay, it could be a number of things. It's just like, it's just like looking up your symptoms on WebMD. You could have a mi minor cold, or you could be on death's door. You don't know. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Let's call a guy. Let's figure it out. And somebody talks us through hooking up a hose and draining it and turning the water off and all that kind of stuff. All that to say, I'm starting off the new year great, being 10 minutes late to church because <laughs> of all this. I'm texting Donnie, hey, I'm having home issues. <laughs> and, but it's getting figured out, and uh, I'm glad to be here with you. <laughs> uh, if nothing more than I'm having a calm part of my morning for the first time. But secondly and most importantly... God's people gathered in God's name to worship, to celebrate his presence, to uh, fellowship together. That's a good thing. It's a great way to start the year. So thank you for being here. Um, God bless you. This is awesome we, that we get to gather. You know, there's been a lot of conversations lately about 
going to church on certain holidays and stuff, and I like that perspective. We get to come together. Some people see it as we have to come together. We get to do this. And what a privilege this is. So good. So, I, I maybe, you know, Jubal was talking about resolutions, and um, that's such an interesting conversation <laughs> about New Year's resolutions. I don't know about you, but in any room this big that I've encountered with people in it, <clears throat> I encounter different opinions. Like, some, I'll say, what are your New Year's resolutions? And some people will say, to not make New Year's resolutions. I'm done with that. I don't do that. It's ridiculous. And uh, why? Because they always, like Jubal was saying, by February, they're done. <laughs> Those of you who go to the gym, this week will be very crowded. By February, it'll be back to where it was. <laughs> That's just typical. It's very normal part of our experience. So maybe you're, you think it's ridiculous. In fact, I'll bet a bunch of you didn't even watch any of the New Year's shows on TV, and you're proud of it. That's probably cool. I'll admit, we just timed it right and just turned it right on right before the ball gun, because I didn't want to watch any of the ridiculous stuff before that. Um, some of you, you've got a list of New Year's resolutions, and you, you've got a bunch of stuff you want to see happen, and that's cool too, whatever. You know, I like the idea of pausing and considering what, my, what your goals are. What, what do I want to see happen? In Psalm 90, verse 12, it talks about considering the time. It might be arbitrary that we put this term 2023 on this new trip around the sun that we're on right now, but it's just another one, right? But it's valuable to consider the time that we are given. Psalm 90, verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Consider that. In order to be wise, he's literally saying, we need God to teach us to number our days. To get wisdom, God must teach us to number our days. Why is that? Now, this might seem dark, and I don't mean it to be. But when we say one more trip around the sun, you know what we're also saying? One more trip to, around the sun until... One, I die. Two, Jesus comes back. One of the two. Each day, let alone year, but each day is one day closer to those inevitabilities. So, since I joked about it being kind of a dark idea, let me say it this day. We're running out of time. Time is short. Now, when I say things like that, um, Typically, people on the younger end of things are just kind of, huh? and typically people on the older spectrum start going, mm-hmm, they're a little more aware of that. At our time, every day is one step closer to whatever the end of life as we know it, well, that's kind of a silly way of saying it, whatever the end of the world as we know it is, it's coming. It is one day closer. So, if you knew your time was limited, and if you really believed it, it probably would change the way you handle your time. With my kids, every minute, every spare minute, they want to be on the scooters. We now live at, on the end of a cul-de-sac. It's much safer than it used to be in our previous places where we live. So they ride their scooters down the driveway, into the cul-de-sac, spin around, do tricks, come back up and just do that over and over and over again. They want to do it while we're carrying in the groceries. They want to do it when I'm just 
fixing a pipe outside that's got a problem. They want to do it. We, we, we got the last stuff from our rental house. It's now completely empty. We pull in. Can we ride our scooters? Can we ride our scooters? I swear, they were asleep in the car. And we pulled up and boom. Can we ride our scooters? It's just constant, constant. They want to fill their time with it. And so sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I have to say, you only got three spare minutes. Well, how do you want to use that? And sometimes they'll decide, oh no, I want to go get this toy to go to the next thing. Or yeah, I'm going to ride my scooter for just that much time. And, I'm, and then, But then they get distracted and I say, hey, you got three minutes. Oh, okay, we'll drop what we're doing. If we recognized that our days are numbered, like really recognized it, how much less of some things would we do and more of other things might we do? How might we reprioritize our time? That is where wisdom starts growing in our lives. Wisdom comes by numbering our days, knowing they won't last forever. So as the calendar changes, let's pause, let's consider what's behind us and what's ahead of us. And let's share it with each other this morning. <clears throat> what I'd like to do, rather than us sharing our resolutions or our plans, what I'd like to do is focus on God. What has God done in 2022? What have you seen God do? What has he brought you through? What is going on? What has happened that you recognize that God was involved? And what are you praying for God to do in 2023? Thank you all who shared. And thank you all for listening to everybody. Sometimes it's good for us to just speak and for us to hear each other uh, rather than just listen to me yammer on for 40 minutes or so. But I'm blessed to hear what God is blessing you guys with and uh, what you're praying for. It'll help me pray for you and we can all pray for each other for what we've heard everybody sharing today. For me, <clears throat> God has done a lot in 2022. I mean, let's see, the beginning of 2022, I was a uh, bivocational pastor with a severe leg injury in California. And now 2023 starts with me as a uh, full-time pastor with a healing foot injury. Amanda, we're, we're foot buddies now. Um, in Texas, never would have thought. It wasn't until February that I was chatting with a missionary friend who said, I know a church in Texas that's looking. Would you like me to send the resume? And I said, sure, I'm not going to say no to that. Next thing I know, I'm online chatting, chatting with Donnie and Carl. <laughs> and now here we are. I have moved across the country, something I've never had to do before. And then just in the last month, I've moved across town. And we just finished. Literally, yesterday we carried the last stuff from one house to another. Um, Joel helped out a lot and let me know his feet hurt the entire time. Because <clears throat> they did. No, I'm not saying you're lying, bud. Whereas Jenny was literally standing over there going, I am not going to help. Then she ended up helping a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Cleaned out that place. Got everything back to the new place. Let's talk about how messy the place is. I mean, <laughs> You know, those of you who have moved, you know what that's like. It's just boxes and stuff everywhere. And I'm like, hey, we're going to choose to be happy. It's all here. <laughs> and it'll get where it needs to go eventually. 
So uh, yeah, a lot has happened. So much good. We have a great new church family that we're continuing to get to know and love. And we love you guys and we appreciate you so much. Your generosity has been demonstrated in so many times and ways. And, and we just love being a part of this family with you. One thing I'd like to <clears throat> end with before we get into our covenant review, renew, review and communion is um, the idea of these resolutions. Uh, I don't know if you, I need to pop the, the mystery with you about what I think, but I have some resolutions of my own. It's not might not be as big as a list as, as yours, Kendrick, but it, it's a list. There's some things that you know I want to, with God's help, accomplish in the next year. And I really appreciate hearing some of yours right now, and I want to echo what uh, Michael shared with us about his hopes for this next year. Let me read you Romans 12, 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Be renewed. Be self-sacrificial. Offering yourself. In the original language, these verbs are in the present tense, which means they are continual. It does not mean crawl up on the altar once and give yourself to God. Once and done. It does not mean conform yourself to God. You do it once and then you're good for the rest of your life. It's saying be continually in a state of self-sacrifice. <clears throat> be continually in a state of letting God transform and renew your mind. Not continually being shaped by the world because yes, the world is continually trying to shape you. Trying to form you. Don't be conformed to that. Instead, let God do that work. So that, here's the result, it's a good one. You can discern what is acceptable, good and perfect. Would you like to be better at discerning right from wrong? What is good, acceptable and perfect? Well, here's how you get there. Let God conform you. So among all your good resolutions, I'm not saying take any of those away, by all means. Add this one, if you haven't already, that you will be more and more conformed to the image of God through his work. That you will draw closer to God. And I'm not saying, you know, I, like I said, I, I, don't take down any of your resolutions, but don't do the, this stuff. Like, here, here's what I could do. I'm going to lose this many pounds. I'm going to start riding a bike. I'm going to get my ankles stronger. And Oh, yeah, get, get closer to God. Add that on there because the pastor told me to. No, look. If you want wisdom, if you want goodness in 2023, because we are not in control. A few of you have said that this morning, and I'd like to repeat it. Circumstances are going to happen in 2023. Much as we might pray for everything to be perfect and happy in 2023, I'd like to gently and lovingly remind you that this world is not built for your happiness. It is not. Things will happen in the next year that you do not like, that you will not be able to control one bit. 
So rather than try to control, what we do is we surrender ourselves to God who is in control and will lead us through everything he brings us to for his glory. And if we're satisfied in him and his glory is what we're going for, then we will enjoy we will have peace, and we will be able to go through with confidence whatever this world might throw at us. And that's so much better than hoping everything's going to taste good and not have calories and no car accidents and health is going to be per- And No, those are all pipe dreams. So let's draw closer to God. Let's draw closer to Him. How do we do that? The funny, funny thing about this is, is that the answer is so simple. Perhaps it's so simple, and that's why we avoid it or, or just lose it, because we want some kind of magic bullet or some kind of key that's more complicated. We read the Word. We pray. We worship with others, and we serve. It's really not more complicated than that. Draw closer to God means those things. Expecting Him through not reading the Bible to get through it. <laughs> so you can say, I read through the Bible. I don't know about you, but I'm on one of those through the Bible in a year plans. I do that every year. And, and then, you know, it, it, it ends, I start again. It is, I just keep doing it. Sometimes I change it up by doing chronological reading plans. Sometimes I do, you know, different arrangements of the books, like the way the Jewish Bible is set up first, and then what we call the Old Testament. And, and whatever it is, I recommend that highly. Because it, it, it gives me structure. That helps me. That might not help you, and that's fine. But be a reader of the Word this year. It's not hard. You know, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this soapbox just a little bit. You might be saying, I'm not a reader. I don't read. Yeah, you do. You drive, you read. And you know how much it would take to get through the Bible in one year at average reading speed? Ten minutes a day. I'm busy. I don't have time. If you don't have 10 minutes a day, you've got other problems that need addressing. I'm sorry to be crude, but some of us guys, we're in the bathroom longer than 10 minutes a day. Just be real, okay? You can carve the 10 minutes a day. And you know what's really cool? Is if you Read the Bible once in 2023, cover to cover for the first time. And you do it again in 2024. And then again in 2025. 20 years from now, you will have read through the Bible 20 times. How much of the Bible will you know better if you've read it 20 times? Now let me push it to be more personal. How much better will you know God? Isn't that a good thing? Now I'm going to add to your schedule, sorry, maybe pray for five minutes too. Now I actually saw on Twitter a pastor who uh, recommended not reading the Bible through the year to his congregation. And he got on Twitter and said the same thing. It was delightful. <laughs> and one of the things he said is, if you read through the Bible in a year, you're going to die in Leviticus. <laughs> now, I'll admit, Leviticus is not as fun as some of the other books of the Bible. But if we pray continually and ask God to help you 
and you get in community with other Christians and you can ask the questions like in your, our, our, our Sunday classes and in smaller groups and things like that, where you can ask the questions, this confuses me, this frustrates me, and people, you can get godly counsel. You know what? You can get through it, and it'll actually turn out to be one of the greatest blessings you ever had, even books like Leviticus. So don't give up on the Bible. Don't sleep on the Bible, guys. That's God's voice in your life. Fill your life with it. Pray. Get in with other people. Worship in community like we did today. And serve others in Jesus' name. That's how you get close. Be continually renewed. Have these habits in which God has the freedom to enter and shape and mold you and grow you. Resolve to be stronger in faith and closer to God. Read through the Bible. Pray more. Serve with a whole heart. Maybe start serving. Amanda, rest for a while from serving as needed. Forgive, ask for forgiveness, praise God more. These things are the will of God. And this is what I'm praying for myself and for our church collectively. Would you join me in that? Let's pray right now.